0: Today I'm in conversation with Jess Tillerson. Hi Jess.
1: Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm very good. How are you?
0: I'm very well too. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining me on today's podcast because one of the things I admire most about you is the fact that you don't let circumstances stop you um and uh it really is something that i notice about you and the way you live your life and especially when it comes to moving countries because you are almost a serial moving country person <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and nothing has ever got in your way so um yeah this is what i'd really like to explore with you today so yeah, absolutely so you and your husband share shared a dream well, I share in it too, but I haven't fulfilled on it yet, but you have. <laughs> um, in your dream to move to South Africa. And um, but I'm sure you met obstacles um along the way. So I want to explore that with you, how you meet an obstacle, but get past the obstacle to fulfill on your, your dreams.
1: Yes, so um I I think it's very probably Clear with a lot of people recently, but our first major obstacle, with, once we decided we really wanted to go to South Africa, was COVID. COVID struck. Um, so we got prevented from going when we would have liked to have gone. Um, however, we didn't want to stay in the UK. That was just not on the cards. Not that we don't love it, but we wanted to get out. So we uh, went over to France. And whilst we were in France, we heard on the grapevine that South Africa might be opening its doors potentially post COVID or at the end of COVID. Um, and um, uh, So my partner did actually in fact, sit all day on the computer with his finger over the button to book the second basically they gave, the second it was announced that South Africa was given the green light for travel from in- England or Europe, um, we were booked. And a few days later, we got on a plane and went up to South Africa. So wow. it was me and my partner and my, uh, at the time, uh, one-year-old. <laughs> um, and it was amazing. It was everything we wanted it to be. We we decided we only booked, actually, we booked to go for four months, which is the length you can go on a visa, which was brilliant. We thought that's a great time to test the waters. And if we like it, we can then apply for our visas and stay for hopefully much longer. When we were there, we, uh, did, we thought, oh, we'll, we'll do the visa application whilst we're here. But actually, we got we, the, the next obstacle in our way, which was not really an obstacle, it was a great benefit to us, was uh, the South Africa variant hit. So England suddenly said, uh, if you're in South Africa, you can't come home. So we actually got stuck there. So it was brilliant. So we had a lot longer there than we had originally thought anyway, even though we didn't have our visa.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it was brilliant. <laughs>
0: And so then, that must have consolidated. Having that extra time must have consolidated mm. your desire to stay in South Africa. It reaffirmed all your original.
1: A hundred percent. The fact that we, when we found out, because it was actually Christmas, we would have been going home. The fact we found out we couldn't go home for Christmas, and we weren't overly disappointed. Whereas we're both very close family, would like to spend it, with, you know, with family. The fact we weren't disappointed that we were going to be stuck in South Africa was really proved that we were ready. To stay over there. However, the uh, the visa thing was still a still an issue because you can't obviously stay without a visa, um, and it became very apparent that you 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 can't really you can't really stay in the country to get your visa. I mean, you can, but it's it's not it's not really. You kind of have to leave really get out, leave the country, go back to your country because you've got to do embassy visits and all the application process. So we decided that once we were able to come back to the UK, that we'd come back and apply for the visa properly and then go mm. back out properly. However, that is where we hit another minor obstacle because on return to the UK, I did find out I was pregnant. <laughs> so that, that, which was great. We were very pleased. However, you can't apply for a visa with for a child that doesn't exist. So we... Oh, indeed. Uh, yeah, our whole visa process got put on hold because you need a passport for a visa and you need a human for a passport. So <laughs> we, we got a bit stuck again. <laughs> so we still haven't made it back out, but we have decided, we're have we travelling around in the interim instead because until that's all sorted, we mm. brought a bit of a hiatus, but we will we will go back. That's the plan for the new year.
0: Mm. So now you're in the visa application process Yeah. so um, and that may take some time right none of these things are immediate so so what happened next um baby number two comes along
1: baby number two comes along fabulous all very exciting um but we decided that we weren't going to wait around basically for our visas so we set off for europe uh to france we we decided to take them both to france um and we had a fabulous time however <laughs> there's another new little problem which is brexit so we couldn't stay in france we had um we used up our 90 days because you can only have 90 days now before you have to leave again um and we used all of ours up so we actually because it's done on a rolling basis we actually did we did a couple of months and then we came back for a month and then went back again because We'd sort of reearned the days, but come September we were completely out of out of days. Europe won't take us anymore, so we had to come up somewhere else. So we're actually currently in Cyprus, which is fabulous because although European it's not in the Sh- the Schengen Agreement, so we essentially went on to Google and spent hours trailing through where we could go around the around the globe that was suitable. And for other reasons, we need we wanted to be in France in December, so we knew we had a short a shorter period this time. So we only had September to December. So we, um, yeah, Cyprus came up. wasn't too far to travel. Neither has it ever been. And it turns out it's an absolutely beautiful country. I highly recommend it. Um, we've been here now for three months, two two months, I don't know. <laughs> um, and you you just don't get bored. It's just stunning everywhere stunning wow so So now
0: um so this is all part of a plan to ultimately get to South Africa but at the moment you're a bit like modern day gypsies because you're (laughs) even in Cyprus you're not in one place are you you're you're, no no you're you're mobile you're moving around
1: yeah we move every about every week actually the place we're in now we're here for two weeks which is very nice because it feels like a very long time mm. <laughs> but yes we are indeed modern day gypsies we just hop about seeing what we can find next find new areas which is great actually because it means mm. you know you, ne- you never get restless in one spot because you can explore it all intensely and then find the next spot mm. and it's great for the children because they get to see a whole array of different things different parts of you know an area in this case cyprus um and they are very different the different places we've been so far are very Mm. different from each other so they experience Mm. different cultures different people (laughs) Mm. and also different nationalities because there's obviously people here from all over
0: Mm.
1: so it's been brilliant
0: that's extraordinary so and your daughter's of an age that she can really appreciate all of that isn't she she's old your your little Mm. boy's probably I mean he's young enough to enjoy everything but he's very young isn't he whereas um, your daughter's of an age where she would be chatting away to other people and things like that
1: yes and she has no no fear on that front yeah she's she's just turned three so she is um she just wanders around talking to everyone she sees (laughs) anybody she says oh look there's my friend (laughs) starts chatting which is great I love it um yeah my youngest is too young he probably won't remember it but I like to think that all the experience will help develop mm. who he becomes, rather Absolutely. than you know, yeah, stuck indoors in the rain.
0: <laughs> yeah, completely. Yeah. So, so, um, so the, you fulfilled through all these obstacles, and nothing's getting in your way. So, and then yeah. um, you'll have. And and France is an interesting one because um, France is somewhere you've lived before. Um, yeah. and France is a bit of a second home isn't it because isn't that where your parents live
1: yeah so my parents live in France I've always loved love France um, and I speak French which always helps ah. but um, we quite well a few years ago pre-children we actually decided to go to Paris we just decided we wanted to leave England it was our, it was actually our first stop Together, me and my partner as, as a couple, as where should we go that's not England? And we thought, well, at least if we go f- to France, then one of us speaks the language as like a starter for uh, living somewhere permanently. And we'd planned to go for a year and we actually ended up staying two years because we both just loved Paris. It was a great city to live in. You could wander for hours on an evening, you just walk for miles without even, you know, without retracing your steps and see something new every single time. So we did love that. Um, And then it's kind of stayed with us. So even though we moved on multiple times afterwards, we do, obviously we go, but my parents are over there. So we go back over quite regularly. Um, But it's always, has been our sort of go-to, oh, let's go there for a few months. Let's see what's there. So actually just before I had my daughter, we were living in France. We were living in Limoges, which is very central France. And that was very different to Paris, but it was, brilliant and we spent a lot of time saying well actually you know we could make a life here with with a child because Mm. it's you know it'd be great it's much more well for us it depends on what what you like but for us it's much more outdoors being outdoors all the time just exploring france has great transport so you can travel around so easily Mm. i'm becoming a bit of an advocate for france now (laughs) 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 Um,
0: so, yeah, we did have
1: we did have long chats about maybe staying put there, but obviously that was all pre-Brexit. And the love of South Africa will always override. Mm. It, it was, you know, it was a separate love. We both fell in love with it before we knew each other. And it just seemed, it was just coincidence that it was the one place we both wanted to go. And we've now both been a few times together. And obviously we've now spent the time we did, you know post and during covid that i think that would always win <laughs> mm.
0: and 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 when you move over to south africa when the visas come through and everything next year is that yeah. a longer term move it, it, it probably yeah. won't be necessarily permanent but you do you see it as a as maybe a three five year yeah. plan, something like that
1: yeah so the visa um gives you three years but you can extend yearly after that and presumably get much more permanent after that. But um, I think we both would quite like to do the three years. Well, we definitely would like to do the three years. <laughs> um, um, and, yeah, go from there. Um, I think it's a great place, again, for children to grow up and experience different cultures, different ways of life. And, again, it's got the weather. We can be outside all the time, mm. Which, mm. which we love. Mm. So yeah, I think that would be much more. I mean, we never say permanent, we that would become very um Samuel would have a heart attack. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't like to talk about a permanent situation. <laughs> um but we will that it's a more of a long-term plan than a year. Mm. So we'll see. Mm. Yeah.
0: And your daughter will be nearing school age um in that case. So what about yeah. schools and how do you relate to the fact that you establish a life and have your children with you?
1: Well, we've very much always been of the opinion we we had the conversation before she was born that actually you know we're not going to change our whole life because we've got a child. our child will very much fit into the life we live, and maybe that's self maybe some people think that's a selfish thought process, but I think as long as you're giving them a healthy, happy childhood then yeah they can fit in with what we do and what we do is want to travel to different places <laughs> and you know then there's obviously she is coming up to school school age but uh, as I think I've 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 said this to people before but you know there's schools all over the world we don't have to be in the UK for her to get an education she can get an education mm. everywhere mm. Um, There is there is a part of me that has a thought process that you know I was I was in a very stable upbringing that we went to, we did go to the same school and um, I'm I'm still very close with my friends from school and you know I'd really like that for my children I I it, it's important to me but at the same time she could have that in South Africa she could have that bond you know wherever we decide to send her to school mm. and changing maybe schools once or twice isn't going to kill her.
0: Mm. no so, absolutely not uh, yeah I'm, li-
1: I'm, li- I'm living proof of that
0: <laughs> you know um when i moved from uh well i must have been around five six moving from zambia to england but then that's a
1: major move
0: and that was a major move yeah. and in my world my first move because obviously the first country i remembered was yeah. zambia then so then moving into england in england then i think we moved cities then within the move within to the second city I moved schools again so I must have you're not planning on moving your daughter that frequently but what no. I mean is I survived all of that <laughs> and, um, yeah and you know,
1: do you do you remember Zambia
0: I do res- remember Zambia yeah. yes uh, see, that's, I, yeah
1: I think uh, that's really good as well it makes me much happier thinking oh well you know she will have these memories
0: mm. Yeah, I have very Um, random memories. They're very kind of random, but they are memories that I have some very significant memories. Like I think my fifth birthday was in Zambia because I distinctly remember a birthday um, and being very spoilt and having a lot of attention. I also remember Mm -hmm. something that's probably become a little bit of a habit that started at this point. When I was leaving my primary school in Zambia which I absolutely loved and it had a beautiful garden um I remember walking it was a walled garden and I remember walking around it by myself saying goodbye oh and I think that was a habit I that started then because I always go when I'm leaving a place I take a minute by myself just in the place almost acknowledging what I've had what what what's been and then yeah. saying goodbye and moving on, you know. Um yeah. And I think it, so I, must, I have, yeah. yeah, so I have a very beautiful, distinct memory of that garden.
1: Um, yeah, oh, that's amazing. Mm. Yeah. And I
0: have other random memories of things like when mum told me I was being self-indulgent and wanting too many toys <laughs> and things like that. <laughs> you know, the typical things that I'm sure you'll yeah. be sharing with your time. <laughs> Yeah it could
1: happen anywhere
0: <laughs> in any country uh,
1: um Wait, my, my current one at the minute is she she keeps telling me we need to quickly fly back because her flip flops are at home oh <laughs> yeah i'm not sure she's quite got the concept of the travel distance yet yeah we'll just quickly go on an airplane and get my flip flops. <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
0: when we could just go to a nearby shop and get you another pair
1: yeah
0: yeah (laughs) I I love it Um, and what do you kind of get um met with when people when you talk about your lifestyle um what kind of questions do you get do you people do you you find friends family strangers throw questions of concern at you that you're constantly fielding
1: Mm. yeah definitely my so people either either think oh that's amazing that's a great thing to do or they think we're completely bonkers and they just cannot get their heads around it um we actually had a a really funny conversation with a really close friend a a guy I grew up with and his wife actually I grew up with incidentally they married each other but um you know I I class him like a brother and we sat down in his house and he's very much lovely guy you know, married, two children, black lab, lovely house. And um, we were talking about some friends of ours that just got, uh, just bought a new house. And he just looked at us and he said, do you, do you not think maybe you're ready now? Do you not want to do that? Get a house and settle down and maybe just stay in one place. You know, you've got children now. And we both just looked at each other and thinking, I can't think of anything worse than being trapped. <laughs> and and no, why? <laughs> i don't want a house that i'm tied to and a you know i mean i'd love a dog but i don't i don't want to be tied to a a spot for that specific lifestyle Mm. Um, and i couldn't get my head around why he would ask the question and he couldn't get his head around why we wouldn't want it um so it was really funny just just the complete different mindset of it that Mm. like the thought process some people have that why on earth you'd do this with your children um I think before before we had children it was a lot more oh you're just jollying around the world all the time whereas actually we've always worked wherever we are um and and I think it's a mindset you have to change your mindset so you have to kind of say no we're not on holiday So everyone just says oh you're going on holiday again like no 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 (laughs) we 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 are going to be living there (laughs) um and I think I don't know whether it's a UK thing, it feels very much a UK thing that people are very much, if you don't stay in the UK, then you're on holiday. Anywhere that's not England, if you're born in England, is holiday. Even if, you, you know, you could be there for 10 years and they'll say, oh, how's, how's that holiday going? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, it, and it makes me laugh every time because I'm like, no, us coming back to England is a holiday. We're coming home to see mm. all our friends and family. That's our holiday. Um, but yeah, I, do, I think there are people in our lives who I love dearly who will never grasp that. Mm. Um, which I'll always find funny. People really don't get the school thing. They always go, Oh, well, I suppose I suppose that's good. Do all well, your travelling now quickly before school starts, then you can come back and, you know, do school. Um, which I find really funny, especially, you know, post COVID, where so many kids had two years not mm. doing school and they're all surviving. You mm. <laughs> think, well, actually, you know, it's not the be all and end all. There are other things that children need to experience, or or not need to, but can experience, and it'd be great, not mm. just you know reading, writing arithmetic mm. <laughs> um, so i don't know i don't know um but there are a few things it, we it, interestingly, we get hit with very different questions uh Sam always gets more things like oh well, how how are you supposed to do your job? How do you work if you're traveling around that's that's ridiculous don't you need to come home and you know have a base and be able to well, you know he's all linked with online stuff and he's "Well, no that's what that's what the internet's for <laughs> that's, that's why I can I can live anywhere I've got a laptop it moves around I can be anywhere um but that's another thing people feel very like oh you know at some point you need to be in one place concentrating and you know not hopping about mm. but to us that's you know because of what he it does is a great thing because it gives us the freedom to mm-hmm. move around our work but no, nobody ever asked me those questions. I always get the children of school one. Yeah. <laughs> Which is quite funny. Um, but yeah, I think it's the settling thing. I think it, in England, we very much have a strong, you know, you should buy a house. That's it. Well, in fact, it's just very much buy a house. In Europe, it's very much rent a house. Why would you mm. buy a house? Rent mm. one and, and you know, then you're not tied so much. England, it's like we don't have a house and you're not safe. There's mm. no security. Um. Whereas I like to think actually you've, you're safer not having a giant mortgage, to mm. <laughs> but that's just me.
0: <laughs> well, and me too, because yeah, although, yeah. you know, with or without children, people in England definitely have the expectation that you own your property and yeah. settle. And you know, when we move countries, people they they don't talk to us exactly like it's a holiday, but they do talk to us like, when are you coming back? Yeah, it, nobody really believes. That it's very funny living in Massachusetts because the people I meet here think I've come to the promised land and think I want to stay. And the people in England either fall into that camp and think I've headed to the promised land and I want to stay in America, or they think, well, you know, you need to come back. and, And family members, you know, will say, you know, but you need to buy a house for your retirement. And we're like, yeah. Yeah, well, maybe that is something we need to consider. But it doesn't need to be in England. you know? Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. And it doesn't need to be right now. No, and so, it doesn't need to be yeah. right now. Yeah. So, um,
0: yeah. so the, it, the, the, coming,
1: the coming back thing is actually really funny because you. I've had this conversation with other friends that actually live abroad and they always say, you know, friends who are in England always kind of go, well, when you're coming to see us, rather than... Well, actually, you could come and see me. Well, yes, but you'll be coming back soon. Well, no, 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 I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we do have funny, um, funny thought process, and uh, yeah. and actually quite quite a few friends will turn around and say, "I these are you know friends my age. It used to be my you know my parents' friends. Now it's friends my age that go. Oh, when are you going to stop? You know, hopping around the world and just you know grow up and you know do be adults and." have a sensible life and you think well I think my life's pretty sensible I think you're bonkers but not for not doing what I'm doing <laughs> um so yeah it is funny how people's minds work but you know each to their own
0: yeah absolutely um, so, yeah. well it's 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 nice for us to talk about it because we share that kind of vibe yeah so.
1: <laughs> yeah and um, I love that yeah. you are you know living abroad Living yeah. the dream, not yeah. South Africa yet, but hopefully. No,
0: hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it is still on the cards um yeah. in the future. Um, we tend to live <laughs> a five-year plan, and then okay. that's how we've done things in the past, and the five-year may or may not materialize. Um, so <laughs> our previous experiences, <laughs> the five-year hasn't materialized, but this one might. Um, yeah. we might fulfill five years here. Um yeah. and then you know and then we will consider what's next um and it might be that south africa is on the cards next um yeah. or it might do move down the line depending on what the options are there and then um yeah. but um but i'm thinking that when you're in south africa and you're there three years i mean south africa tempts people you know i mm. mean it has so much available for yeah, the holiday maker. So, yeah. but, but friends and family, they might actually make it. They out might come food. out. <laughs>
1: yeah, actually, we we have had a couple of friends that say, "Oh, how come you didn't haven't gone on that holiday to South Africa?" Because we thought we might pop out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I I can imagine you suddenly being quite popular. Once, once. yeah, it, you know, it's a bit more of an undertaking to go to South Africa, yeah. but um, there's so much from mountain, sea safari you've got you've got almost everything in one in one place um
1: and also i think that south africa still obviously has quite a reputation that's not necessarily always good and i think that people almost you know if we say we're going it's almost like an excuse it's like oh oh that's a great opportunity then we can come out too whereas maybe they would never have considered it before Mm. whereas because you know they know somebody out there they're like oh yeah yeah, we we might go and visit them we might do that as our holiday this year Mm. Whereas if we weren't there, I don't think they'd say, "Oh yeah, let's try South Africa." Mm. It's, I think there, there is something about having people there mm. that persuades people more. Maybe.
0: Well, yeah, um, it, it is interesting how a reputation precedes a country, um, mm. because um, here in in uh, living in America, people of the, especially the older generation in England. Um, mm we're very concerned for our welfare because obviously it's a country that has guns so you know people people you hear what you hear on the news don't you you're not going to hear the good news um exactly yeah and it's the same with South Africa it has a strong reputation for being unsafe and yet you know you and I both have been in South Africa a number of times and you know never really any, enjoyed our yeah. time and never had any problems yeah. whatsoever um and move around quite freely and you know it's not like we're living in some kind of little bubble yeah. um and you know and you follow the sensible precautions yeah. um and the you know I think all countries you research the, the kind of concerns that that country might have yeah um you know so for example Lagos also has a reputation for being very corrupt and unsafe but actually mm-hmm. Lagos is really pretty safe and yeah. the the main concerns that you have are tend to occur at night time so you know your daytime you don't have um mugging and things like that which you do in England in the daytime you know yeah. so there are different concerns and so I think you go to the country you or before you go to the country, you understand what the concerns are for that particular city in that particular country, and then you live your life accordingly. But there's no real reason for people to not go to South Africa with all the promise it has, even on holiday, and just follow the precautions which are beautifully set out by the Foreign Office. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And also, you know, like like, as as you would anywhere in the world, just read up about the culture there and you know learn a bit mm. try to do a bit of research and, and embrace it because actually mm. the people over there are so lovely mm. you know I was because obviously Sam's working a lot whilst wherever we are when we were in South Africa obviously we had Annabelle and um, she me and her were out during the day a lot on our own just wondering we'd go wander down to the beach walk all along the beach um, and everybody got to know who we were just from because you know it's all all locals and they'd always mm. say hello and how are you and and also watch watch what you're doing And if they you know saw I don't know maybe like I remember leaving my bag on the beach I could go in the sea on the pram and sort of three people came up and said oh we'll just sit with your with your staff whilst you swim <laughs> and I was I mean I didn't have anything valuable I was just like oh, that's fine don't worry but you know everybody's got your back everywhere mm. and it just felt whereas in England you'd have to say oh not necessarily I'm sorry that's not fair in, in other situations, you'd have to say, "Oh, would you mind just watching my stuff so I can mm. quickly go and do this?" Whereas there, you just knew people people had your back. Mm. And you obviously you've got to be sensible. And I wasn't going to be walking around in you know diamond earrings and mm. carry a bag full of cash. But no, but, not. but I wouldn't do that in London. Well, I mean, mm. I, mean I don't own diamond earrings, but <laughs> I probably wouldn't wouldn't worry about jewelry so much. But I still wouldn't walk around with a big bag of cash through London.
0: No, exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's very, very yeah. true. Yeah. Well, I hope people. Call... Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, no. I, I was, I was actually thinking. Oh, sorry. It's a bit of a thought process, but I was thinking about something we were saying earlier about what people say to you about going to places as well. And one of the things that I don't know if you get this quite a lot, but obviously, like say, so we do hit quite a few obstacles. We've touched on it today, but quite a few obstacles along along the way when you're trying to find somewhere to live and pick somewhere to live. Um, and we never plan it. We always do it very last minute, like the like clicking for South Africa as soon as it went green. But um, a lot of people do straight away go, if you, you know, you hit an obstacle, they'll go, oh, yeah, well, that's probably that done. Then you'll just come home now, won't you? And you think, why? Why? Mm. <laughs> why wouldn't we just try somewhere else? And we will make it, you know, to South Africa in the end, mm. which you know, I went on a bit of a tangent then, but I was just thinking about it with going to South Africa and having to come back. Of course, we want to go back again. That's not just the dream over because we had to come back.
0: No, exactly. Um, And and also, sorry, go ahead. Also.
1: No, I was just saying that's a funny one. Yeah. yeah.
0: But I think it's a very interesting point that you're making because then everything is about the journey and not the destination. Because each piece of your life, yes, ultimately you're going to... Fulfill your intention to be in South Africa and it will happen. Mm -hmm. But in the in-between times, everything that you take on, it you're just meeting an obstacle, a circumstance, a challenge, and facing it, and then creating something new out of it that you might not, you wouldn't be in Cyprus if you'd fulfilled on South Africa, South Africa earlier. But now in Cyprus, you're that's an adventure, you're turning that into something real and viable your partner's working really yeah. hard it's not like it is a holiday yeah. you know yeah obviously you're gonna have fun you have time with your children you have time to go out and explore but at the end of the day jobs are getting done a life is being lived um, yeah yeah and and then that like you say you're building up memories for your children and then there will be yeah so what I'm hearing is you create a sense of settled Wherever you are, yeah. Even if you are moving yeah. week on week, you know there's there's still this base yeah. of feeling settled.
1: We have a we have a a rule actually. Wherever we've moved, we always say, um, you, we always take pictures. So one thing that comes with us wherever we go, we take pictures. So that's the first thing we do when we get to a place is put up a picture, and then you instantly feel at home. So even though mm. you're in you know other people's houses, other people's accommodation, really you you instantly it's your own for however little you're there that's your space and it just it, it is it's it was a friend of mine that said she did it years and years ago and I always thought oh, that's a really nice thing to do and I tried it and it honestly just it changes the whole thought you don't suddenly feel like you're in a you know somebody else's house anymore mm. you suddenly feel like it's you've made it your own for a little bit
0: because you have put personal really pictures nice. around you
1: yeah, that's yeah. A really clever. So idea. not not necess- not not necessarily photos. I mean, we do have photos, but you know, it could just be a picture that's been on your wall at home forever that mm. we just take with us, and it always goes up. And then you've just got a few bits. And now with children, you know, we take a couple of like, like a picture that will go in their room that makes it their room rather than a travel room. Yes. Um. So it's 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 just a much nicer way of making it you know like you say creating a stable a stable place and Mm. making it feel more you feel more settled Mm. where you are um I mean this one is slightly different because we are moving every week Mm. normally we go to a place for we try to do a year at a time Mm. obviously visa dependent but we try to do a year at a time and when we've done that we really have made homes Mm this time obviously we are moving quite regularly so it's very different although I do have a I do have a Playmobil house I've had to build and break down every week um since September so (laughs) I will not ever be buying Playmobil ever again (laughs) but again that that is what makes you know my daughter think she's you know home again she says oh where's my doll's house let's build my doll's house I'm like okay Mm. and but just think little things like that not that Mm. you know we ever sit and play it she's outside all the time but it's something that makes her feel we're good Mm. you know this must be our house again Mm.
0: (laughs) i think it's nice yeah i think a sense of home is really important um yeah and and i think for children that's created by the people around them by by their presence Mm. by the presence of the people around them and i think your point about paintings pictures is really true because we lived Um, in Massachusetts for our first year in one property where we were not allowed to put anything on the walls. So it it remained very clinical and very much somewhere we were staying. And we've only lived in the apartment we live in now for a few months and but we felt at home within about a month because we put our paintings up everywhere and we gave a great deal yeah. of thought to what was being placed where that it resonated with us. So the place is full of paintings and photos and things like that. And we feel really at home because the white walls have become our walls, you know. Um, yeah. So I think you creating doing the same thing, even in a transitory situation,
1: mm.
0: is really powerful. I think that's very effective. Yeah,
1: mm. it is. And you know, pictures—you can they're flat, and you put them in a, any suitcase. You, you, it, it doesn't take up any of your packing room, but it does make a huge difference to where you where you end up, mm. which is nice. And and then I generally end up filling it with tons of the local junk (laughs) anyway treasures (laughs) i call them treasures (laughs) others have other ideas
0: (laughs) oh that's brilliant Um, well i love everything that um we've covered in uh today's conversation Mm. and uh it's been really interesting to talk to you and um hearing about how your children live your life and that you know no matter what you are going to make it to South Africa and (laughs) you know there might be another obstacle along the way but you'll be in another country along the way
1: yeah (laughs) or back in France for
0: another 90
1: days (laughs) yeah yeah yes hopefully you know all the the obstacles that do come in the way make you discover fabulous new places so yeah
0: I think I think I, I
1: encourage them
0: Yes, and I think that is a brilliant point, because every time I move countries, I discover something an opportunity that I would not have discovered had I not moved countries. You know, something shows up. this is something i'm I'm seeing yeah. and hearing more and more from the people I'm talking to is that it's the move, the uncertainty, yeah. the newness, the unpredictability where something yeah. new comes up yeah and presents yeah. an opportunity or presents a new direction or but it literally is a present it presents you with something yeah and there's an 100%. opportunity to take advantage of that so I
1: 100% agree with that mm. and I I just I would just would recommend it to everyone I would just say you know what don't let don't let anything stop you maybe maybe you've got to hold off a little bit because there's something back home or whatever but don't let it. Don't ever let it stop you. Just mm. make sure you go out, go out and do all the things. Mm. Don't just, don't just live in a house and do nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: but yeah, I think, I think it's a great, great lifestyle for for you know, with or without children. We've done both and loved it. Both, both versions. They're very mm. different versions. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, but. I I just yeah I think it's I think it's a great way to live and I mm. recommend it to everyone
0: mm. and you're demonstrating how possible it is you know no matter what
1: yeah yeah the world is such an open place now it's uh, you know easy to get anywhere and you know people think oh that's a long way away you think well actually you know going go somewhere in Europe it takes probably the same time to get down to London because of you know our train mm. system <laughs> um so you know I think I think the world's a lot smaller now than it ever was and mm. we should take advantage of it
0: mm, completely
1: yeah. very
0: very very true and we are yeah.
1: and we are yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, thank I'm you coming very- I'm
1: coming to Massachusetts next I've not been there so
0: oh you are very welcome yeah. that would be amazing yeah. you are so welcome <laughs> i would love to see you there yeah. yeah. uh, oh yes yeah, so if you need another 90 days somewhere
1: i was going to say don't 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 wish too strongly because you might regret it there be four of us on your door we, we, we're stuck
0: and we are by a coastline so your children will be I'm happy perfect. we have shops that sell flip-flops
1: so. excellent <laughs> yeah i mean sold
0: (laughs) perfect i look forward to it thank you very very much thank you
1: no thank you it's been really really you know interesting both sides
0: yeah yeah thanks a lot